Just Cheesy the Podcast, presented by Just Cheesy Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Fondue. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about people who don't eat cheese. What? Why? We're going to learn a little bit about the history of vegan cheese. Why? We're going to enjoy our new segment, Not Cheese. For Pete's sake, why? We're going to learn about a cheese contest. And, of course, we're going to tell a very cheesy joke. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for episode number 11 of Just Cheesy, the podcast. So cheesy, we're fresh off the heels of National Cheese Lovers Day, which was Thursday the 20th. And I thought we'd switch gears this week and talk about people who don't eat cheese. Seriously? Why? Because sometimes people just can't eat cheese. Because they don't like me? Sometimes, but other people either have an intolerance or an allergy to cheese. Oh, I forgot about that. Now, just to preface this part of the episode, I'm not a doctor. I'm taking my information from the internet for what it's worth. <laughs> right? Anyway, according to Hopkins, medicine.org. Lactose intolerance is when your body can't break down or digest lactose. And lactose is a sugar found in milk and milk products. I didn't know that. It says here that lactose intolerance happens when your small intestine does not make enough of the digestive enzyme called lactase. And this lactase breaks down the lactose in food so your body can absorb it. People who are lactose intolerant have unpleasant symptoms after eating or drinking milk products. Farts. Yes, they frequently suffer from bloating, diarrhea, and Oh, cheesy. Some people can actually tolerate dairy products that are naturally lower in levels of lactose, and these include cheese. Yes, that's right, cheese and yogurt. People that are lactose intolerant have to watch their food labels because sometimes it's added to boxed, canned, frozen, and prepared foods. Things like bread, cereal, lunch meats, salad dressing, cake and cookie mixes, and coffee creamers. Holy cow. Those same labels are very important for people who have milk allergies. According to mayoclinic.org, a milk allergy is an abnormal response by the body's immune system, and this response is to milk and products that contain milk. Wow. It's one of the most common food allergies in children, and cow's milk is usually the cause of the allergy, but milk from sheep, goats, buffalo, and other mammals can also cause that same reaction. Holy cow. Steering clear of milk altogether is probably the best way to avoid these allergies. And the signs and symptoms of the allergy can range from mild to severe. They can be wheezing, vomiting, hives, digestive problems. They can also cause anaphylaxis, which is a severe, life-threatening reaction. Holy cow. And that's just a couple reasons why some people don't eat cheese. I get it. According to an article called Vegan Cheese is Ready to Compete with Dairy, Is the World Ready to Eat It?, which comes from Eater.com, they talk about the Western world and the quest to make non-dairy cheese. And reportedly, this began in 1896, huh? according to a book called History of Cheese, Cream Cheese, and Sour Cream Alternatives with or Without Soy, this was the year that Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, you know, the guy from Breakfast Cereal, they're great. He invented something called Nuttos, <laughs> a cooked peanut product that was also used as a meat substitute, and this was for his vegetarian health retreat. Okay. In 1910, Li Yuying started a soy dairy in France. Li learned about soy while growing
growing up in Beijing, where fermented tofu had been used to make non-dairy cheese products for over a thousand years. A thousand years. In 1970, we saw the birth of the tofu cheesecake. Yum. In the 80s, we saw a lot of soy alternatives emerge. Something called Rejuvelac was invented in the 2000s, and it allows cheesemakers to closely approximate the kinds of bacteria cultures that are used in dairy cheese. Wow. Mayoko Shinner is called the queen of vegan cheese. She started using oats and nuts and using the cream made from those and making different kinds of cheeses. Currently, places like Tyson Foods, Chobani, Borsin, they're all launching dairy-free spreads and cheeses. Yum. Even Baby Bell got into the act, and they have a little tiny cheese that's now in the peelable green wax instead of the red. Aww. They're not a sponsor, but when they are, their ad will go right here. It's time for my favorite segment. This week in cheese. Well, Cheesy, I found a great contest. And we didn't miss this one? Nope, not yet. So you'll need to go to wisconsincheese.com, and there is a contest called Cheese is My Love Language. Ooh, la, la. From the 12th through the 27th, you can nominate a cheese lover in your life. They'll surprise 500 people with a heart-shaped box filled with Wisconsin's most lovable cheeses. Oh. Looks like one recipient will discover a crystal wedge in their box, and this will unlock an all-expense-paid trip to Wisconsin, the state of cheese. That sounds like so much fun. Are you ready for our new favorite segment, Not Cheese? I thought we had a whole lot of not cheese in the beginning, but okay. I want to talk a little bit about spray cheese, or cheese in a can. Yeah, not cheese. And we are not to confuse Easy Cheese with Cheese Whiz. What's the difference? Well, to start, Easy Cheese is in a can, and... Cheese Whiz is in a jar. Okay. So Easy Cheese was invented in 1965. Who knew? I'm getting my information on Easy Cheese from Wired.com article, What's Inside Squirt on Cheese, and Wikipedia, Easy Cheese. So the first ingredient in Easy Cheese is whey. No whey. Yes, whey. You know, the byproduct of the manufacture of cheese when milk has been curdled and strained? Well, that's whey. What else is in it? Milk, water, salt, canola oil, that's to keep it from separating. It's got sodium citrate which technically softens the water-soluble portion. Okay. It has sodium phosphate, which is a preservative. It has calcium phosphate, which, uh, as far as I can see here, it looks like it's there for texture. Lactic acid, not sure what it does. Sodium alginate, which increases viscosity. Here we go with a new pronunciation. It has apocarotinol. Oh, boy. Apparently, that's what makes this bad boy orange. It's a yellow-orange pigment found in spinach, citrus fruit, and it enhances the color of processed cheese. Okay. But apparently, the most interesting part of Easy Cheese is the can. Really? Easy Cheese is not a true aerosol, so the food never comes in contact with the propellant. Huh. This can has two sections. The bottom is filled with nitrogen, the top with cheese. So when you press the nozzle, the nitrogen pressure pushes the cheese out of the can. And the nozzle is notched for two reasons. One, to make the pretty little florette patterns. Mm -hmm. And two, so that the condiment comes out even if the end of the nozzle is pushed right up against a cracker. So what's Cheese Whiz then? I've got two articles here. One from Wikipedia, which is Cheese Whiz, and the second from Epicurious.com, why Cheese Whiz deserves your respect. It appears that Cheese Whiz is older than Easy Cheese. It was introduced in 1953. Wow. It appears to have many of the same ingredients as Easy Cheese. It has additional ingredients like mustard flour, Worcestershire sauce, vinegar, molasses, corn syrup, caramel color, garlic powder, sugar, spices, celery, tamarind, and natural flavors. 
that so much. This cheese spread is usually used in Philly-style cheesesteaks. Instead of a can, it comes in a jar. It says when the product is sold in a narrow jar that tapers toward the base, it's sold as a spread. Okay. And then when Cheese Whiz is advertised as a dip or a sauce, the jars are larger and more of a squat cylindrical <laughs> shape. Squat. And most people really like the fact that it can be melted, and that's that's its claim to fame. So it gets melted, and in the article that I mentioned earlier on Epicurious, she says, as it cools, it forms a shellac-like coating that makes it much easier to grab a bunch of fries instead of just one. <laughs> Yikes. So there you have it. I'd say this is kind of cheese. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. Feels like it's time for a joke. Hit me with it, fondue. Okay, this one's appropriate. What do you call an empty can of cheese whiz? No clue. Cheese was. <laughs> Get it? Cheese was. Wow, that was so bad. It might have been bad, but it's definitely a little bit cheesy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on episode number 11. Don't forget to recommend us to all of your friends. Join us next week for episode number 12. Stay cheesy, everybody.